Hello and welcome to Labors for the Lord. My name is Craig Majors. I'm glad to be here. This will be our very first episode of Labors for the Lord. And in this episode, and I'm only going to take a few minutes, not a whole lot of your time, but I wanted to talk about the love that Jesus has for us. I think there's a lot of people out there that know Jesus was crucified. They know he rose from the dead, but they have absolutely no idea why. And they have absolutely no idea of the love that Jesus has for us. Jesus was God, but he was also a man. And he was sent to pay the price for our sins, but at the same time to save us. John 3.17 says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So Jesus went to that cross, and he was crucified, and he suffered, and he suffered for our sins. And I'm thankful that he did that, because if he had not, that separation between us and God would not have been done, done away with. So I'm thankful that he shed his blood there. And let me tell you, there's no, no greater love than that. Jesus loved everyone. Didn't matter who you were. He, he loved the poor. He loved the rich. He loved the sick, the criminals, the castaways. Didn't matter. After Jesus had returned to Nazareth, and before this, he had, he had been in the wilderness for 40 days. The devil had tempted him, and, and pretty much Jesus just said, Get out of my face, devil. There's nothing you can do to me. Leave me alone. So after that, Jesus returned to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And he went into the synagogue, and someone handed him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Jesus opened it, and he went to where the scripture read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And I can just, (laughs) I can imagine these men's faces looking at this guy named Jesus and probably in complete like shock and disbelief and amazement. Scripture even says that they were just fastened on him. And probably more so (laughs) after the next thing he says, Jesus says, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Luke 4.21 See, it didn't matter. Jesus came for everyone. I mean, he took up 12 men, the 12 disciples, and, and they really had no special place in society. Most of them were fishermen. One was a dishonest tax collector. One was a devil that betrayed Jesus. And he loved all of them, even the one that betrayed him. That's how strong the love of the Lord is. He loves everyone from all walks of life. After all the miracles Jesus performed and the words he spoke, he was still rejected and he still loved those men anyway. He loved his enemies. That is a hard thing to do. But if we're Christians, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to, to pray for our enemies, to love our enemies, to love everyone. And I think that people have this misconception about Christians, that Christians have their nose stuck up in the air and they look down 
on on people that sin and and live in sin. And I'm not going to say there's not people out there that do that. But in my opinion, to me, those are religious people. They are not Christians. Christians are to go among the people and, and talk about the Lord and pray for the sinners and pray for the sick and pray for the disbelievers. That's our jobs as Christians. We're all sinners. Paul says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But let me tell you, through Jesus Christ, we can be saved and we can be forgiven of our sins because he first loved us. And in that Bible, if you pick that Bible, and if you don't have a Bible, you can message me and send me your address and I will make sure that you get a Bible. But in that Bible, it, there are tons of scripture about compassion and love and promises. And they're all yours. Psalms 37, 4, delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. John 14.1, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Matthew 6.33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. John 15.7, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great mighty things which thou knowest not. He's a wonderful Lord. He is a compassionate Lord. He is full of love. And, and all he wants us to do is live for him and love him. Love each other. Pray for each other. Fellowship with each other. He is the example in which we should live our lives by. And I love him and I thank him for saving me. And I hope that someone hears this. Like I've said, even if it's just a couple people, I hope that it blesses you. And it might inspire you to pick to pick a, your Bible up. Or like I said, if you don't have one, I'll, I'll get you one. But I hope it inspires you to to read, read the word of the Lord. Because it can save you and it can change you. It did me and I'm thankful for it. God bless all of y'all. Thank you.